This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Entirely Unconventional. I'm Lindsay Roberts. I'm joined with my co-host today, Melissa Lee. And today we are so excited to be bringing you a message about pollution control. <laughs> now, you may be thinking, what? Get your gloves. Did, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> did you your just sanitizer. say that? Yeah, get my, get my sanitizer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> The truth be told is I want to talk about pollution control when it comes to the scripture, Philippians 4, mm -hmm. 8. And Melissa is here and knows that I can dive bomb into some of the most ridiculous thoughts. <laughs> and what? She, no. <laughs> she and her husband, Gary, have the marvelous ability of, as they say, reining me back in. Oh. But truth be told, if we look at Philippians 4, 8, mm -hmm. Finally, my brothers and sisters, whatever is true, that sounds good, noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent mm -hmm. or praiseworthy, mm -hmm. think about such things. Well, you and I were talking about a statistic yes. that bases what we think about on the actual outcome mm -hmm. of it coming to pass. Right. I think it was like 91.8% of the things we actually fear never come to pass. And that's from psychology today. And then it says about the things that over 91%, then it says about the things that we um, worried about mm -hmm. said the remaining eight, 9%, whatever right. it is. Um, the remaining percentage that did come to pass was way less than what right. horrible thing we expected. Right, right. So overall what we think about can put us into a state of, I don't know, uh, it, maybe ill health, maybe um, maybe spending our money, maybe right. whatever it puts us in when over 90% never comes to pass and the part that comes to pass is milder overall right, right. than what you expected. What a lot of time we've given. And you say this word that I love, you call it mental real estate. Mental real estate. What a lot of space yeah. time. And you know, I find that if someone is filled with anxiety and worry, they're not sleeping well. Yeah. You know? So we actually, so what starts in our mind yeah. actually robs of us peace, robs of us, us, robs of, us oh of. My, I have not had enough coffee yet. <laughs> There's plenty so, more in the other it room. It robs us of our We're peace. We're in our living room. It robs us of our sleep. Yeah. Um, I know now this was never me, but there were like my mother, when she was younger, yeah. would worry so much she couldn't even eat. Well, that's clearly not my problem, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I call Melissa model Barbie. She's oh. my six foot tall friend that's this beautiful blonde. You're so kind. And she has pictures when she was young and modeling, and I'm like, I'm more like modeling clay. Oh, know? for heaven's <laughs> sake. I, We're just a couple decades older than we used to be. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, they say opposites. Well, I am scraping over five feet tall and she's scraping under six feet tall. She's blonde. I'm very dark headed and you know, it works. So she and I have known each other for many, many years. And one of the things that she's right that I love to talk about mm -hmm. is the game of monopoly. And I call it mental monopoly or mm -hmm. mental real estate. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you how it came about years and years ago, I was watching this movie 
And it was it was just, you know, cute and funny and blah, blah, blah. And it was it took place in New York City. Mm -hmm. And and this woman um, had what I would consider to be a one bedroom, I guess you say apartment, flat, whatever mm -hmm. it was. And in it, it had a tiny little kitchen. It had a tiny little living room, obviously a bathroom, and then this tiny little bedroom. Mm -hmm. But in it, she filled it with every possible necessity mm. properly to fill up the space. Now, for me, if I looked at that, that kind of would be up my alley. I would have it organized. Just so. And just so mm -hmm. I would have it efficient with the things I would have need of. Um, and you wouldn't have room for clutter or excess because right. it wouldn't have fit. Now, my precious Richard, I, I'm not sure what he would have put. It definitely would have been Bibles. Yes. Definitely a large amount of teriyaki beef jerky, <laughs> something I don't partake of. Hawaiian and, shirts. Yeah, and, and oh, my <laughs> word, Hawaiian shirts. My kids have burned trashed and buried more Hawaiian shirts than we care to cut. You do have to hide them. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like they're, okay, the funniest Hawaiian shirt story ever. Richard was in Hawaii and we have a friend naturally. with a very naturally in this wonderful church there. And he went preaching and I think it was 10 or 12, I think it was 12 years later than another time he was preaching. Same shirt. Yes, he had on the same <laughs> shirt. And they had this giant poster of him that was kind of in their little preaching yes. people in their yeah. hallway. And uh, Richard stood beside it. They took a picture of him 12 years later in the same shirt. And the girls are like, we oh. told you so, Dad. We yeah. hope you understand. We told you yeah, so. So it's that kind of a thing of what you fill up with what's important to you. Mm -hmm. I would have flashlights. I would have extension oh, cords. Yes. You know, that's how she I She has am. a Mary Poppins bag, a Mary I have, Poppins closet. Yes, it's all true. <laughs> so when you think about that, what is scripturally important to you mm -hmm. according to Philippians 4, 8, whatever is pure, lovely, yes. of an excellent uh, or praiseworthy, think on these things. If you were to fill up your mental real mm -hmm. estate mm -hmm. and you only had so many spaces to fill, right? how well, would you handle well, that? Well, I think the first part is we, we have it broken down here. We have it filtered, if you will. So true was the first thing, right? Uh, whatever so things think are true. about the things that are truthful now, this says based on reality, but the reality, if it contradicts the truth of God's word, then that's what we need to focus on, right? So the truth. Okay, let's toss something in on just okay. what you said. What if, because your husband's a doctor, right? And you have um, doctors in your family, your right. kids, and, mm -hmm. a, and, a, and a girl in medical school. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what if you get a report? Right. And that report is truthful. Right. According to, let's say, a blood panel. Right, right. Okay. How do you take that truth mm -hmm. of the actual mm -hmm. facts of a medical report, mm -hmm. but line it up with the word of God? So then you know what I do? What? <laughs> I call my friend who's in the healing ministry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Richard. <laughs> no, you know what? I do. We lean into the word. What does God say about healing? Yeah. Jesus Christ is our healer, our deliverer, our rescuer. We need rescued from a diagnosis. We need mm -hmm. delivered from sickness, disease, and infirmity. Yes. And Jesus Christ died on the cross for our salvation. He bore those stripes for our yeah. sickness and disease. So that's what I know. And that's what I have to lean on. Now I'm not denying my husband's a physician. We don't deny medical treatment. 
we pursue or medical we ask, truth or yes, med- medical right. facts. And I'm Let's not going to not say, I mean, I don't want to own if we have, if you have a diagnosis of cancer, it's not like, I'm not going to like, this is my cancer because I feel mm-hmm. like that. Well, my can I was like, I feel like I hear people say that. And it's like, yeah. no, I don't receive it as mine. We're going to treat it with medicine. We're going to treat it in wisdom with wisdom. Yeah. I'm going to go to the doctor mm-hmm. and I'm going to see what the next steps are. And you know what? You can be presented with several different options and that's, I'm going to pray like what option do yeah. I take Lord? What is the, what is the wise direction to go for where we're at? But I'm not going to waller. This is what I'm not going to do, Lindsay. Good. From experience. Yeah. I don't care what your diagnosis is, how many months they say you have to live. You've been with me through a lot of diagnosis. Yes. Yes. I've been with your family through a lot of diagnosis. And they can say, this is rough. This is the worst kind you can have. And it's like, okay, but God. Yeah. And it's not that our faith is so big, but our faith in our big God. Yes. And that's where I lean into. So that truth for me is the truth of the word of God that is my... That's our saving grace. In this conversation, in the last couple minutes, you said a line twice that I'm not sure you're aware of, but I'm always aware of this line with you. Okay. Always, always, always. You use the word lean in. Yes. It's I'm going to talk about last week when, if we had a contest, which I don't want to glorify the devil, if we had a contest of whose day was Who's more... Darts? Who has more darts shot that day? discombobulated. Oh, mercy. I'm not sure, but both of us would certainly at least win the runner-up trophy. <laughs> it was it was a doozy. Both yes. of, And I was calling her to kind of like whine and gripe to, and she was like, wait a minute, let me tell you. And it, was, it got funny. <laughs> but wait a minute, in that conversation, as well as this conversation, mm-hmm. you said it's important yeah. what you lean into. Now right. we're talking about whatever things are pure and lovely, right? Um, uh, admirable, if anything is excellent, praiseworthy. Think, use your mental capacity mm-hmm. and it's to a think choice. on these We have the things. choice. How do you go from what you and I were really complaining about the other day <laughs> to when you shifted the atmosphere, yes. you shifted the outcome, mm-hmm. you shifted the conversation mm-hmm to leaning in. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to toss to you. This morning for me started at six o'clock with a lot of leaning out. (laughs) How can I twist all of the cares of the day, medical reports, or this mine wasn't, but mine was something else. Excuse me, hold hold on, got to cough that one out. How can you shift all of that to leaning in, mm-hmm. even though your day kind of stunk. You know, I had that opportunity. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> yes. And actually, at one point, you called and you just said, how are you? And I just said, mm-hmm. I'm leaning in. And you said, okay, I'm leaning in with you. Yeah. And that was it. And then we hung up. Yeah. It was yeah, fast. That it was, was that it. quick. So, but you know what? I think it's always, it's healthy to, we talked, there was an article we did in a couple months ago in the magazine. Make Your Day Count yes. magazine. You can go to makeyourdaycount.com. You can look up yeah. the archives of Make Your Day Count magazine. Right. You can look at our Make Your Day Count program. There's an awful lot. And the magazine is free online. Yeah, so I would magazine. highly recommend you so take you can, a look yeah, at it. Yeah, digitally look back. It was called The Guest at the Table. And one of the things I always say I love about David is that he... Always, he could share his emotions and his feelings, and it was with the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, God didn't call us to be robotic. Uh-huh. So I I had 
got this uh, information about, you know, and when it involves one of your kids, yeah. boy, that's even harder to get over than yes, your, it is. your own stuff. Yes, it is. A thousand stuff. times in my and book. So, and you see them hurting. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I literally out loud said, okay, God, I'm so disappointed, but I'm going to lean into you. I'm going to lean into you, into your ever-loving arms, your faithfulness, your goodness. And even when it doesn't, the... um the result isn't what you wanted to hear that day. I'm not sitting down and going, okay, this is you it. You don't roll over. No, we're not rolling <laughs> over. We stand up and we speak the truth over this situation. That's a hurtful situation. That's an, a very scary situation. Yeah. And I'm like, Lord, you have us. I trust that you have us in your arms. You are a good and loving father. And still stuff happens, Lindsay. We were wa- looking at you. You have a picture of me. Uh-huh. In my pantry, I think it is, with your son. <laughs> and he had just gotten his first haircut. He was like one and a half or something. He was, and he, I had given him a lollipop. Of course you did. I'm not sure that was the smartest thing to do, according to the American <laughs> well, Dental would... <laughs> Association. But I gave him a lollipop. Hey, the dentist gives him a candy sometimes. I used it, to think that was crazy when they were really little. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was like, why are we giving him a lollipop? We yeah. just cleaned their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, but it, now he's almost six foot six. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big and, old boy. And the comedy of that is all the time I'll, I'll either say to Melissa or any of your kids, can I borrow your tallness? Yeah. <laughs> because they're all at least a foot to a foot and a half taller than me, basically. So I always say, can I borrow your tallness? Truth be told, when I'm on my own and I walk into my pantry, you know what's in there. There's a stool in there. Yes. Because even to reach like, I don't know, the first shelf, <laughs> I, I stand on the stool. Now, I can either call you guys for help. Uh-huh. I can call Richard. He's tall. Right. All my daughters are tall. Mm-hmm. Or I can go get a stool. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get a three-legged stool Mm-mm. that has no value and no support right. and not what I need at the moment, mm-hmm. I could get hurt. Mm-hmm. But if I get a balanced, sturdy, consistent, mm-hmm. proper ladder, mm-hmm. I can lean on it. Right. I can lean into my pantry. Trust it. You trust it, right? I trust it. Sometimes I have this saying, we go to the phone when we should go to the throne. Right, right. Um, sometimes we lean in on those three-legged ladders right. that don't benefit us any and mm-hmm. wonder why we fell. Right. How do you lean in and fill your brain right. in the middle of something going on, right. even in the middle of busyness, and we may get to Jillian on yeah. this one, how do you stop in your tracks and say, whatever things are pure and lovely and of a good report, I choose to put away the mental real estate of where I'm trying to go right. and get out the mental real estate where I need to go? Well, I think it all goes back to, and Lindsay, I feel like a broken record sometimes, our relationship. Yeah. It's our relationship with Jesus. You, you trust who you know. Like, you don't... You trust your four-legged stool because yeah. it's held you up before, right? Yes, that's correct. So I trust... Jesus, because my relationship is with our Savior, and He is who I know everything will fail. Everybody has a potential to fail you, but Jesus will never fail you. Now, that doesn't mean everything is tiptoe through the tulips. He says, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. This isn't my permanent home, and I think that's the mistake we make. We put the onus on right now are, mm-hmm. are the, um, that's maybe not the right Importance, word. Importance, the we, yeah, focus. Like right, the focus. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's not our eternal call. We're trying to make everything perfect here, and this isn't our home. 
your daughter, Jillian. Now, here's the comedy. If you look at all the kids, Melissa has five kids. They all have their unique personalities, creative genius. This one is in medical school. Another one is this. Another one is this. Now, Jillian is the one that I think is the most like me in the (laughs) fact that she's very organized. Uh She likes detail. Now, my organization skills can go right out the window in five seconds. (laughs) Oh, yeah, me too. But I like it tidy. She likes things in order. Mm -hmm. And, And I thrive... Like if, if one of my kids will come clean my pantry or clean my yeah. closet, I'm like, Christmas, yes. jackpot, hallelujah. Yes. And Jillian t- reminds me of that. Yeah. She's in order. Uh-huh. She was talking the other day about chaos. Mm-hmm. Now, for somebody that has three small children, a job, her husband has a job, and a new school and mm-hmm. a bunch of new other things, mm-hmm. chaos for someone that's tidy like Jillian mm-hmm. um, can be a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. And you said chaos started in the car, in the kids. Yeah. And yet, what did she do? She she prayed, right? Yeah. She laid hands on, on the chaotic moment, right? Yeah. And she always says, Mom, she said, do you want calm or do you want peace? Because those look different when you have babies. Oh, okay. And I said, isn't that interesting? She goes, when you think of calm, you think of this quiet, serene atmosphere. It's right? not much of reality. <laughs> she goes, but when you think of peace... She said, there can be chitter-chatter. Eloise can be bossing Charles around. God she's bless the her. youngest. Or, or, well, not the youngest. She's, she's the middle. She's, yeah, and she's Charles like, is older. Yeah, Charles is about a year and a half older. She but employed she, him the other day. Yes, yes. She, she hired him. What is he, six? Yeah. She, she hired him. Six. She's, he's, no, she he just is. turned four, and he's five. He'll be six in November. And but he, she, she was employed the, yes, him. She was, put her ballet costume on, was the ballet teacher, and he was her assistant. <laughs> he and was she her loaded assistant. her ballet bag with books, and he carried. And he carried. So, he was the assistant. She employed so, her yes, older brother. Yes. So, and they were I having so a heyday. Yeah. They were having a heyday. So, but yes. So she said, so that's peaceful though. They're yeah. having fun. It may be a different. So our peaceful it's not looks calm different. It's quiet. Right. But the atmosphere, yes. the spiritual atmosphere Joyful, was not chaotic. Peaceful, it was peaceful. Maybe a little too much laundry to be folded still. She said, but that's the season she's in. She's got three littles, five and under. So you know? she leaned in to peace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She leaned into yes. anti-chaos. Right. Because she leaned in to prayer. Yes. In the middle of my chaos, when my mental real estate wants to pick up the phone and probably say something I shouldn't, do something <laughs> I shouldn't, or you know, get somebody to agree with my whining, or have somebody agree with how horrible this. And was we do being need treated. to listen to each other. Yeah, I, I do agree. think being a good friend is being a good listener. Yeah, and it's not to like. This is what I've learned with my kids too. It's when they were younger. I'd be like, but you don't want to do that. Don't confess that. Don't say. And I was like, no, you gotta let. Let him say it. Let him speak it. And then Mm -hmm. let's go and like, okay, and let's gently get them to where they need to be. But through a process of their own thinking too, right? Because we want to teach them. And we also need to hear each other out because you may be experiencing something I'm not. Yeah. And I I also kind of learned through all of our, our mutual Chaotic <laughs> situations, situations, Melissa. situations. Somebody said the word situation. Yes. You did. I think they said we're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> we have situations, but truth be told, we can lean into the chaos. Yes, we can lean into the crisis. Right. I mean, because it's 
I mean, come on, wake up in the morning. There's something negative we could lean into. Like I said, I was talking about this earlier. We can lean into the price of diesel fuel. How in the world are, 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 is, truck drivers in the trucking community going to do the supply chain deliveries when, when I just watched yeah. diesel fuel go up to four, I think it was four fifty nine. Now where wow. you are, it may be less or more, more depending, but the, I think it was yesterday, four fifty nine for diesel fuel. I never saw something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right. We can lean into the fear that I wonder if the, I wonder if the groceries are going to make it to the grocery store. Right. Right. Um, or, we can lean in that no matter what is going on around us, my mental real estate, yeah. my monopoly board, I only have so many spaces. Yep. I only have so many houses. Right. I only have so many hotels. <laughs> I love and you. in my mental real estate, I have to pick and choose right. what I allow in and what I allow out. Right. And you said something key there. We are not we have a choice. Yeah. We have a choice. Yeah. So even when the bad things are happening, we're not pretending they're not. I'm not talking about stick your head in the sand yeah. like an ostrich. Yes. That's called ostriching. That's actually a legal term. Really? Ostriching. I got to go look so, that one up. And I so like that. We don't need to ostrich our way through life. We can, stuff can be presented. Yeah. And then we assess it. You know how we said assess the mess and adjust. But I know that I have a choice because when I hear something that frightens me or is scary, I can like sit there, be paralyzed by fear. Or I can remember, I can say my spirit man can rise up and can remember what does God say about that. And lean into peace. And lean into his truth and his peace. And honestly, the words of God are lovely. They are true. They are noble. And Christ is our, you know, with the transformative power of the Holy Spirit that yeah. dwells within us when we receive Christ, that's our super, that's our, that's our divine superpower. It's our superpower right the there. The transformative power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. Yeah. We're talking about the scripture, Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything. Mm -hmm. I like that. Pick something. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I pray for you today, right now, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I pray that like Melissa says, you lean into God, you lean into his word, you lean into prayer. And don't forget, it says in in, uh, Psalm 103, one through five, forget not his benefits. Mm -hmm. He comes to heal your iniquities, uh, to basically forgive your sins, heal your diseases, redeem your life from destruction crown you with, get this, loving kindness and tender mercies, Mm -hmm. and to satisfy your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, your mind, your will, and your emotions with such good things that your youth is renewed like eagles. Now I could use a little dose of that today. Mm -hmm. So I pray for Psalm 103, one through five for you. And I pray for Philippians four, eight, and for Mm -hmm. you to think on things that are lovely, pure, and a good report and think about leaning in, not denial, right. not anything that, that you know, you just, you, like you said, what you call ostracizing? Ostriching. Ostriching. Putting your head in the sand. No, I pray that you give it to God yes. and allow God to work the miraculous divine mm. healing power that he's capable of. That's my prayer for you today in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to take the words that I believe with my whole heart you're worth more than you think. Dwell on those things today. You are worth more than you think. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you next time on Entirely Unconventional. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, 
Follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official to get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth. Simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.